Have you ever been tempted to give up or check out in your walk with God? Have you been at a place in life's journey where you felt overwhelmed and overshadowed by life's obstacles, setbacks, or heartaches? It could be you're at such a place right now, a place where you are hungering for hope. If so, then Hope Along the Journey podcast is a ministry of encouragement created specifically with you and others just like you in mind. And now, here is your host, Mark Cravens, to share a word of encouragement with you today. Thank you so much for listening in to today's podcast. Hi, I'm Mark Cravens, your podcast host, and you're listening today to Hope Along the Journey. It's a real privilege for me to have here in the recording studio, April. April, I, let me oh, let me get it, try it again. Lama roll. You got it. See, I got it. You got it. Two podcasts in a row. Lama roll. Two for two. Yeah, two for two. She is a licensed professional counselor. She's worked in the counseling education field for over 10 years, all of that at Cincinnati Christian University. Yes. And she specializes in premarital and career counseling. Mm -hmm. And it's just a joy again to have you with us. Thank you. April, it's always a joy to to see you and to have you. Thank you so much. Yeah, April's one of those kind of people when she walks into the room, it's like the lights get brighter when she walks in. Oh, that's so kind. Thank you. you. She's got one of those um, (laughs) just great personalities. And she's and students loved you. I remember whenever I took class from you. <laughs> so many I have, you know, you're one of those kind of people that if there's anybody out there has anything bad to say about April, I just haven't met him yet. Wow, well, that's so, so kind too. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, and I, I mean that, that. genuinely. Yeah. You've got a, a great circle of friends. Thank I know you. my daughter, um, Jacinda just thinks the yes. world of you. Yeah, she really I think the does. world of Jacinda too. <laughs> we if you haven't listened to the previous podcast, I want to encourage you, friends, to just go back and listen to part one of April's story because that's foundational to what we're going to be talking about today. So please just take a moment, go back and listen to that podcast and then and then join us for the podcast today because this is an incredible story of trauma, but not only but not just the trauma, but of how in the midst of truly a trial by fire. Yes. yes. God proved himself to be true Absolutely. and to be all that he promised to be. Yes. When we when we stopped the podcast last time, you were t- sharing with us how you were sitting there in the yard mm-hmm. and and the loss and how it all began to dawn upon you. Yes. And how your husband reassured you that it, this was going to work out. It was going to yeah. be everything was going to be okay and that sense of the peace of God. Yes. That came in that moment. Yeah. Take us now from at the from that time and and let's go back and tell us again kind of what happened then from that point yes. in the story from the fire. Yeah, so we had to go through a lot of different things with insurance and things like that. And one of the things was the house had to be completely cleaned out and essentially gutted. Before that happened, though, there was still in my mind, you know, you walked around the house, you saw some things that maybe you could salvage. And so my parents and one of my friends and my husband, we went into the house and (laughs) literally were rummaging through ash and everything else, looking for things that maybe we could save. And I found some things. We spent that evening trying to wash them, wash them multiple times and things like that. And later on... Um, we were staying in a hotel at the time in a hotel suite and I had laid those items out to dry in the living room and I woke up about one o'clock in the morning and I could smell 
uh, the smoke smell from those things. Wow. And I walked in and I just felt like the Lord spoke to me and said, you can let it all go. It's okay. You can let it all go. And I finally then started to grasp what the insurance people and, and the firemen and all these started telling us that this was a total loss. There was not things that were salvageable really from this. And God was assuring me, you can let it go. It's okay. And the other thing that had really been resounding with me when I read some things and things like that is just the phrase, God will make a way. And that came to me then too. It's like I, I couldn't right, see it in right, that moment. Right. Um, I my house was in a complete disarray, but I really felt like God was gonna make a way. And so what I learned from that, what God spoke to me in the next week, I literally watched everything come out of my house. We're talking down to subfloor <laughs> and go across my front lawn into a truck that was taken to the dump, you know, and just So they're stripping the all your floor, the subflooring, everything down everything. to the floor joists. Everything, yeah. Wow, that's the, crazy. the only thing that was left of the house was the shell of the mm -hmm. house, mm -hmm. the including the basement foundation and then the trusses and the roof. That was it. They took everything else down and and started over. So, um, yeah, seeing everything, you know, my husband and I, we've been married for twenty six years now. Back then, it was a few years less, obviously. But seeing everything you own, you know, go you know, it's going to the dump. Right. Pretty hard, including, you know, a brand new refrigerator I just brought for this remodel, brand new <laughs> oh. stove, a brand new dishwasher. Yeah. You know, those things. Um, but still, even in the midst of that, you know, when God was saying you can let it go, I felt myself doing that. I felt myself kind of releasing things yes. as mm -hmm. I saw them come out of the house. And even things that were emotional, like I mentioned before, I'd lost my grandmother the year before. There were things of hers that I saw come out that had to go to the trash. And um, that was very difficult, you know. God actually did help us, you know, in the midst of even all this stuff. Um, I still got to save a few things. That mm -hmm. At the end of the day, uh, there was a group that was cleaning out our house, such a sweet group of men knew how emotional this was. They would bring me something sometimes that was half burnt and say, Did yeah. you do you want to save this? You know? Uh -huh, uh -huh. But they would also they also found some things that were very precious to me that we were able to save. Um, some ornaments that were my grandmother's. Um, I had made a, a jewelry tree out of her jewelry and mm -hmm. I thought it was gone and it was covered in ash and the gentleman brought it to me and said, I found this and I thought it was important. Mm -hmm. And I just broke down in tears. So there were there were a few things mm -hmm. that God graced us, you know, sure. in the midst of everything yes. Yes. to help with those things and stuff. But, um, you know, after that, it became a rebuilding process. You know, mm -hmm. literally our house took about a year to be rebuilt. We went through a lot of things. I, I can't tell you everything was up. There were days when it was down, mm -hmm. you know. Sure, it um, had to be. But the support that we received... I mean, it was immediate. Um, obviously, family and friends that reached out to us, you know, showed up at the scene at our home. The Red Cross, they were amazing to us, uh, gave us things uh, immediately, also helped us financially, things like that. That's tremendous. Um, 
and I had students start, uh, one student in particular started GoFundMe for us. I'd never even heard of GoFundMe to that point. <laughs> and yeah, so yeah. it was just this outpouring of, mm-hmm. of, of God's provision, you know, and yeah. God's grace. And just a reminder of what the family of God can do, you Amen. know, when they come That's together. Right. That's right. And we felt so supported in those moments and things like that. And, and there were, like I said, there were days where it was difficult when you have to decide everything that goes into a house, you know, I know those home shows look fun. But yeah. <laughs> flipping those houses. Yeah. yeah. I know. And I used to watch them a lot too. Still do sometimes, but I understand a lot more what goes behind uh, it's it. It's amazing you know? what they do in an hour with commercials. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. not quite how life goes. Yeah. yeah. When yeah. you have to pick every single thing that goes back in there, it's a lot of decisions, yeah. a lot of decisions. Yeah. But, um, I'm really close with my godmother, and one of the things that she said to me early on was the verse, Ecclesiastes 7, 8. And that verse says, the end of a matter is better than its beginning. And she just repeated that to me. Yes. Uh-huh. She um, would text me every morning and every night, and almost every night she would end with that. The end will be better than the beginning. It's beautiful. And yeah. it really was. I mean, if you see our home now, it looks like something out of a magazine. Many people have walked into our home and said, I wasn't expecting this, you know, like mm-hmm. just how put together everything is. I mean, God literally did what the verse said and restored beauty for ashes. That's wonderful. And I actually yeah. have that hanging in my living room. I made a I made a picture that hangs in the living room that says beauty for ashes. That's beautiful. That is yeah. beautiful. Well, you know, uh, There's several things I'd love to ask you, but let me try to narrow it down to a couple of things. So, you know, for people, I think one of the things that you're you're a sentimentalist. If I got you, if I read on you at all, I can see you would be sentimental, very sentimental about things. The ability to let those things go. We talked the previous podcast about your mother who passed away at 94, I believe you said she Yeah, my was. grandmother. Your yes. grandmother, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Your grandmother and how much you loved her mm-hmm. and, and the blanket that you had that still smelled like yeah. her and all. Um, you know, it almost seems to me that your ability to let go of those things had to come from somewhere other than within your own strength. It did. You know? because yeah. Because I think sometimes I hear, I can almost hear somebody's listen podcast saying, I could never do that. Mm. And maybe you before the fire maybe you would have thought i yeah, could never do this i would have thought the same thing yeah how, how could i ever walk through something like this um this much loss mm-hmm. this much grief you know it's what i do for a living you know i help people do that but actually to walk that out myself is a totally different experience yeah and hopefully has opened my eyes even more to the needs of others and things like that um but it it was definitely God mm-hmm. uh, all the way uh, that helped us and just reassured us. There, the like I said, the times when we did feel low, God would send somebody right. to speak to right. us, to just impart, you know, um, help, um, even joy, you know, to mm-hmm. us in those moments mm-hmm. and stuff to reassure us that that things were going to be okay. And um, I think that's from that moment. My husband said that to me in the beginning. Those are those moments that came that were hard. That's where my mind would go back to, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that God's going to take care of us. God will make a way. That's um, beautiful. I often in my life, I'm a music lover and I often go to music mm-hmm. <laughs> during uh, times of stress. 
And during the first few days of the after the fire, there's an old song. I don't know if you remember it, but it's uh, God will make this trial a blessing. Yeah, I've, I've heard that. Yeah. yeah. And right, the words right. in that song actually talk about um, that the, the blessing, it sends me to my knees. And that's exactly how I felt. This whole thing had sent, you know, sent us to our knees, desperately right. crying Absolutely. out to God. And, but he met us there. He absolutely That's met us wonderful. there. And, yes. and the part of that song says, God will make this trial a blessing so the whole wide world will see. And so many people came to us and said, we don't understand how you can still have joy. We don't understand mm-hmm. how you can still right. be okay right. and how you can speak of God's goodness and things like that. And I said, because it doesn't stop. Just yeah. because the fire took something from me. I'm not letting it take one more thing from me. Amen. It That's took right. it took a lot. Right. But it's not taking what's most important because honestly, the five most important things walked out of that house that day. Myself, my husband, my cousin in law, and my two dogs. We right. walked out of the house. Mm-hmm. Everything else is just extra. Right. <laughs> well, and and that, that's beautiful that you said that because the fire reminds us that we have to build our life on things eternal. Yes. Because the things of this world can be, as in your case, gone in a day. Yeah. You know, I think of Job who in one day lost yes. so much, yes. you know, the biblical account of Job. And so it reminds us that the things that are really valuable are the things money can't buy. Absolutely. You know, and that, that's that joy, that peace, that sense of, gratitude, you know, all, and all of that, you know, as I listened to what you said, people said, I can't believe you're joyful. I Mm -hmm. can't believe you. And then I kept thinking about, but that's the fruits of the spirit. Yeah. It's not self-produced. That's what God produces in our life. When he lives in our life, he enables us to even have joy in our, through our tribulations. Absolutely. So that's beautiful. I want just two more things I'm going to hit on real quick. Number one, you, you're a counselor and yes. you work with people. You alluded to this just a little bit, but I'd like to go back and pick up just a, a little bit more on it. Sure. How has this impacted the way you now listen to people's story of grief and loss and trauma? How has it impacted now your ability to be able maybe to empathize with them or to understand? I think it's humbled me more. Okay. Like to hear their to be a part of their journey, it's humbled me to sit in their in their presence mm-hmm. telling their story. Um, that they are willing to share that and stuff with me. It's an honor, you yes. know. It yes. is an honor mm-hmm. and it's difficult and it's and I'm okay hearing the difficult. You know, mm-hmm. I was I think I was before. I think I did an okay job at that before. But I think my ears are more open, if that makes sense. Yes, it you surely know, does. Like yeah. I can hear a little bit better. I hear the pain a little bit better. I hear mm-hmm. the hurt a little bit better because I understand where they're coming from. You know, loss is universal, you know. Yes, it is. And so when I hear that, I recognize it because mm-hmm. I felt it. Mm-hmm. I felt it too. Yeah. we. I said before the, uh, the podcast we recorded that when you talk about people and their trauma, you're, you're treading on holy ground. Yes. It's really a very sacred spot in their mm-hmm. life when you when you start engaging them where their sorrow, their heartache, their grief, loss, their trauma is. Absolutely. But I'm, I'm I agree with you on what you said. I don't. I think if we haven't experienced 
some trauma, some loss, some grief at some level. We really can't, like you said, we really don't have the ears yeah. to hear. Yeah. We don't have the heart to, to feel. We don't have the eyes to see. Whereas if we've been through it ourselves, yeah. it makes a big difference. You can connect on a, just a yeah. different level, definitely. One other thing I want to yeah. hit on. You, you've talked about the Word of God again and again. I, I would like for you to just say a little bit more about how important the role of God's Word again was. Because our listeners who are yeah. listening today, you know, this whole podcast, Hope Along the Journey, I believe that one of the keys to people finding and maintaining hope is the Word of God. Absolutely. So t- could you talk to us just yeah. a little bit more about that in yeah. during this time? Well, it was our foundation. I mean, it was what we ran back to mm-hmm. in any moment where, like I said, there were, there were dark days. And even in celebrating the joyful times, too, of something that would come through or something that we needed and stuff like that, the Word was what sustained us. Mm-hmm. The Word mm-hmm. is what helped us walk another step, go to the next day when we didn't feel like we could, you know, um, God is my refuge, you know, Mm -hmm. I'll look to the Hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord. You know, we, those things just, you know, the Holy spirit brings them back to your remembrance Mm -hmm. when you need it the most. I've, I've heard people tell those stories and I've known that in my own life in other ways too, but I have never felt it so strong in my life going through this experience the Holy Spirit reminding me of the word, reminding yes. me of God's promise, right. reminding me that he's never left me. He'll never leave me. He'll never forsake me. Amen. You know? That is so good to hear. Yeah. I appreciate you sharing yeah. that. So we're about to wrap it up here. So here's what I'd like you to do for me, April, if sure. you can, is I would like to you to think not about me sitting here across the desk from you, but sure. but that person who is sitting there listening to this podcast today if you could have this across, you don't drink coffee, unfortunately, but right. I still like you anyway. <laughs> yeah. But if you could have this coffee shop, talk to them. And if you could just say a few words to them, what would you say to that person that's going through trauma, loss, grief, disappointment? What would you, you keep saying this thing, God will make a way. Yeah. What would you like to say to, to the listeners today? What, what words of encouragement? Yeah, hope? I would say to them, you're not alone. You may feel alone and you may look around and you it may feel like you're by yourself, but you're not alone. And no matter how dark it's looking, no matter how impossible your circumstances seem, God will make a way. Amen. Um, you know, the enemy tries to use things to tear us down, but God comes in those moments and he just restores yes, he us. Mm-hmm. And he will give to us exactly what we need. And so that's what I would say to you. And in any moment where you feel like you can't take the next step, take it because God will meet you there. God Amen. will be right there with you at that next step. That's great. Well, yeah. April, it's been a joy to have Thank you. Thank you. It's been so great to be here. We made it through the second podcast. We We're good. We, we good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to stop and treat myself to a White Castle on the way home or something, you know. But... Uh, we're going to have you back, April. Okay. Yeah, we really are because yeah. there's a, a list of things that down the road I'd love for you to talk about, especially sure. within your wheelhouse of what you do and yeah. and the kind of counseling and that you do. So God bless you and your Thank husband. Thank you so much. And uh, just wish you the very best. Listeners, we appreciate you listening today to the Hope Along the Journey podcast. And I know that April's 
testimony of God's grace and power through this time in her life has been a blessing to you. We'd love to hear from you. So drop us a note sometime, either by email or send me a message through Facebook. Follow us, if you would, on Instagram. We'd love, we'd love to hear from you. As I always say, keep in mind and remember this, that Jesus Christ is truly the hope of the world. And if you look to him, he will give you the hope you need along life's journey. God bless you today. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you liked what you heard and would like to know more, follow us on Facebook at Hope Along the Journey or send us an email at hopealongthejourney at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you join us again for more hope along the journey.